Hello listeners, I am Krishna with Hindu Lit, a podcast on Indian literature, mythologies and history. Today's episode is about the Rishi Markandeya. A Rishi is a sage and is a Vedic term for an accomplished or enlightened person. Markandeya was the son of the Rishi Mrikandu and his wife Marudvati. Markandeya is best known as a devotee of Lord Shiva, one of the Trimurti. The Puranas, which are a collection of sacred literature, has a section devoted to Markandeya called the Markandeya Purana. It includes dialogues between Markandeya and another rishi named Jaimini. Markandeya is considered a mythological figure and the Markandeya Purana is roughly dated 350 common era to 750 common era. In this episode, I will narrate the story of his birth and the miracle of his long life. Once there was a rishi, Mrikandu, who was a devotee of Lord Shiva, one of the Trimurti. The Trimurti, as I have mentioned in prior episodes, are the three major deities in Hinduism. As was common practice among rishis, Mrikandu sat under a tree and meditated and performed penances to gain the favor of Shiva. One day, Shiva appeared before him. Rise, Mrikandu. What do you desire? said Shiva. Mrikandu clasped his hand together in a gesture of prayer and devotion and asked, My wife and I are in want of a son. Please bless us with a son. Shiva asked, Do you want a child who will live long but lack in virtues? Or do you want a son who will be virtuous but live only 16 years? Mrikandu pondered. Being the virtuous man that he was, he asked, Please grant me a son who is virtuous, though he may live only for a short while. So be it, said Shiva. With that, Shiva blessed Mrikandu and disappeared. Mrikandu returned home to his wife, Marudvati, with the good news. A year later, Marudvati gave birth to a son. Mrikandu invited friends and family to celebrate. In the presence of other learned men and loved ones, Mrikandu and Marudvati named the boy Markandeya. Markandeya grew to be a remarkable young boy. He mastered the Vedas at a young age and had progressed in his spiritual studies. One day, a few rishis visited Mrikandu and his wife. They engaged the young Markandeya in the Vedas and other spiritual discourse. Markandeya was able to convey complex spiritual concepts and show that he had a deep grasp on the subject. The rishis were impressed. Markandeya then left to perform his prayers. The visiting rishis praised the boy and commended Mrikandu and Marudvati for raising an impressive son. The couple were honored by the high praise and their hearts overflowed with fondness for their son. After the rishis left, Mrikandu and Marudvati discussed Markandeya further. Markandeya is such a great son. His virtuous nature is observed and praised by everyone. We are truly blessed said Marudvati. Mrikandu replied, Indeed, 
thank Lord Shiva for gracing us with such a wonderful son. But the boy is turning sixteen tomorrow. If Shiva's proclamation is true, he will soon die, said Marudvati. After a moment's silence, she sobbed. I cannot bear this. Her beautiful son will be taken away by cruel death. Mrikandu reached out to comfort his wife, just as Markandeya returned from his worship. Surprised to see his mother upset, he asked, Mother, why are you weeping? What has happened? As Maradwati continued crying, Markandeya continued, Mother, what is wrong? What is it that you desire? Tell me, I am no longer a child. I can bring it for you. After all, I will be 16 years old tomorrow. Mrikandu said, Son, the fact that you are turning 16 is the reason why your mother is weeping. Markandeya turned to his father and asked, What is wrong with me turning 16? Mrikandu explained to Markandeya the boon he received from Shiva. After hearing the story of his birth, Markandeya then turned to his mother, hugged her and said, Don't worry, mother. I will not die. I will ask Shiva to grant me immortality. After all, he is known as the conqueror of death. With that, Markandeya got ready to set out to gain Shiva's favor. Mrikandu blessed his son. May you succeed by Shiva's grace. As Markandeya left his home, Marudvati and Mrikandu besieged Shiva to protect their son. The young teenager travelled until he arrived at a seashore some distance away from his home. There, he collected sand and made a lingam, a devotional sculpture representing Shiva. He collected flowers and adorned the lingam. Then, he sat down and prayed all day until twilight. As nightfall arrived, suddenly Yama or Yamadharma Raja the god of death and dharma, appeared. Yama looked at Markandeya and said, Come, boy, your time to leave this world has come. Markandeya looked at Yama and said, O Lord Yama, I am conducting prayers in honor of Lord Shiva. Please allow me to finish my worship. Yama replied haughtily, Foolish child, do you know that death waits for no one? Markandeya once again besieged Yama to let him stay until he finished his prayers. Angry at the boy's insistence, Yama shouted, Do you intend to escape death by pretending to cling to Shiva's lingam? You cannot escape death. You are coming with me now. With that, Yama took a rope and bound Markandeya around the neck and dragged him. While being strangled, Markandeya, with his arms raised, shouted, Shiva, please protect me. At that instant, the lingam transformed into Shiva, who grabbed Yama and slammed him into the ground. He placed one foot on his chest and thrust his trident towards Yama's chest. Yama screamed, Lord! No, please. Shiva relented. Yama got up and asked for Shiva's forgiveness. 
Shiva forgave Yama. Then he turned towards Markandeya. Markandeya clasped his hands together in prayer, in thanks and reverence. Shiva blessed the boy and said, My child, you are truly virtuous. Henceforth, you will forever be free from the clutches of Yama. You will be immortal. Having thus blessed Markandeya, Shiva disappeared. Markandeya then returned home and narrated the incident to his parents, who were overjoyed to see their son alive and well. Markandeya would go on to live a long life and become a well-respected rishi. That ends our story on Markandeya. Let us now discuss some of the topics in this story. The lingam that I mentioned earlier is a stone culture representing Shiva. It's a little hard to explain to someone who has never seen a lingam what it looks like, but I'll do my best. The lingam looks like a cylinder standing vertically with a spherical top that rests on a round basin with a protrusion. On the vertical cylindrical portion, three horizontal white lines are drawn, usually with ash but sometimes with paint. If you have never seen it and my description appears vague, consider searching online for the word lingam, spelled as L-I-N-G-A-M. Traditionally, Shiva is not portrayed in temples in any form other than a lingam, unlike other deities. There aren't many pictures or human-like sculptures of him in temples. This is in keeping with the curse that was levied on Shiva by the great sage Bhrigu. The story of the curse is for another day. Why did Shiva grant a boon to Mrikandu where he was forced to choose between a virtuous but short-lived son or a long-lived but non-virtuous son? It is said that the gods sometimes test and challenge those who seek spiritual favor or growth in order to check that the seekers are persistent and resilient. I suppose it is like a form of initiation to see whether the person is truly motivated and willing to give it their all or whether they are merely trying it as a fancy. Who is Yama? Yama is a god of Dharma in Indian mythology. He is often equated to the god of death, but that is only because he, like other gods of deaths in many other religions, also takes you to heaven or hell. However, he is not like other menacing and scary characters, and perhaps evil characters, like in other mythologies. His core function is that of dharma, and based on that, he might lead you to heaven or to hell. He is considered a deva, a demigod, and lives in the heavens along with Indra. He has the role of establishing dharma. He is depicted often riding a buffalo. He is said to have a scary disposition compared to the other devas, but this may have more to do with his role of guiding mortals to death. Is Markandeya immortal? Per the story, he is immortal. Some say he still exists today. 
Others say that the immortality is in the context where he loses fear of death and has therefore conquered death, but not that he will never die. That brings an end to this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed learning about Markandeya. Please join me next time for more episodes on Indian literature, mythologies and histories right here on Hindu Lit. Thank you.